0: Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep and more. Teaching children how to understand and manage their own feelings must be one of the most important things we do as parents. And yet, it's not always an easy thing to do. Connie Boglis is a counsellor and youth worker who was inspired to create a picture book for children after a very sad experience in her own life. The book is called Once Upon a Feeling. Connie joins me on the phone now. Hi, Connie, how are you?
1: Hello, lovely to be here.
0: What was your main aim with this book?
1: I guess for me, I've worked in the industry of youth work and counselling for over 16 years in Australia. And I, I really um, wanted to combine my love and passion for helping people, and especially children, and and putting that into, I guess, a book that I I haven't seen out there before, um, that is creative, that allows children to explore their emotions and to do that safely with the adults in their life, um, and it and it's also a mindfulness coloring book. So um, there's some there's a few elements there that allow. Uh, those conversations to occur safely. Yeah, and if, of course, you're not
0: talking about necessarily happy feelings. Your This book, is it is it attempting to tackle some feelings that might be a bit tricky for kids? Look, yeah, it
1: could be anything. You know, sometimes when we, you know, see, see our young people playing um, with, with others, you know, and even as adults, um, two people won't have the same experience. Um, or respond in the same way, and so some children might internalise their emotions and others might be quite vocal and expressive. So I guess it just the book gives children an opportunity to explore how they do that and also um, offer them creative ways to explore it. So so, so talk um, us
0: through that, um, what you mentioned yeah. there in terms of the way the book set out and how um, the mindfulness colouring comes into it, and how the book encourages that kind of connection that you're talking about between, um, say, the adult and the child.
1: Absolutely. So the first part of the book is the story of Little Bird, who's on a journey to explore his emotions. And he has his big his friend Big Bird there to help him. Um, and so the story is um, uh, a, a poem, and that each page of, of the story can actually be mindfully coloured in. So while the child is listening to each page, there can be some colouring in going on, which allows for, uh, for, for the children to be present in the storytelling and really take in those words. And towards the end of the book, there's some therapeutic interventions that can start to extract some conversations from children, whether it be drawing, whether it be... Um, practicing some some meditation um, and and asking some questions that entice conversation. So um, it really is a bit of a holistic opportunity, I guess, for children children and adults to have that conversation in different ways. You
0: mentioned that you've worked with youth and children for a long time. Of course mm. um, any of us with small children, probably think that they're very different from teenagers what drew you to what do you most enjoy about working with children
1: i love their honesty (laughs) i really do and and they they say it as it is in in you know um the most beautiful of ways and you know and i've i've probably come on on the other end of the spectrum where i've worked in child protection and in the prison system um, and managed drop-in centres where children would, would play and engage others. And uh, being a counsellor, I like to, well, I guess I'm naturally drawn to not just analysing, but observing different behaviours. And I guess children's play is so, um, so, so lovely to observe and, and to, to, I guess, give them opportunities to explore relationships and explore conversations and, and uh, entice that growth and learning. Um, that's, that's, what I, that's what I really love to see. Um, children are the foundation of our future. And for me, if I can um, support children from a young age to start that while they're young and to build on those skills um, with my experience, I guess, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah.
0: I mentioned that you earlier that you were inspired by a very sad experience in your life. Tell me yeah. about Jesse Bird, your
1: former partner. What was he like? Sure. Um so I was with Jesse for two years and he was a, a veteran in the Australian Army um, and he was he was full of life, he was such a a big, tall physical <laughs> physically um, he was he was quite a big boy, but he was so gentle. He was such a gentle soul and he was actually training to become a primary school teacher. So um, I think writing my children's book was also quite healing in the process um, in that it had been written for so many years, but I never really, I don't know, had the, had the time or, or the opportunity, I guess, to, to put it out there. And it just felt right um, to put the book out there at at, at this time, and so I have dedicated the book to Jesse.
0: Now, he sadly took his life in 2017. You struck me yes. as a woman of many talents. You could have written a book to help adults, uh, you could have started mm. a charity in his memory. Um, yeah. You mentioned um, then that he, he wanted to be a primary school teacher. Um, was that what ultimately led you to do a children's book as opposed to other things?
1: Um, no, look, the children's book had all, all, already been written years ago, um, and, and I have so many other uh, children's stories and, and ideas that, that, I, that I have there. Um, I, I think for me, um, it was part of my grief um, and my healing, um, and it felt right to combine the two as my memory of Jessie and to share with others. Um but I've been advocating for Jesse in other ways to federal government in, in a space of changing legislation. So I've actively been doing that with his mother specifically, Karen Bird, for the last two years. Um, and we're changing that. So our returned veterans and families are actually being acknowledged. Their mental health and rehabilitation is now being acknowledged. And they can just get on with life um, and access the rehabilitation they need. And that's been a big push and and, and um, uh, journey for us, but for the better, to help inform government um, of our lived experience and how our veterans deserve to be treated when they return home.
0: It sounds like Jesse would be extremely proud of you and the work you've done. Connie, thank you so much for speaking with us today.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It was lovely speaking with you too. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, that was Connie Boglis. She's a counsellor and youth worker, author of Once Upon a Feeling. To find out where you can get a copy of the book, check the description of this episode. In the next episode of Feed Play Love, we'll be back with Helpline and our resident mothercraft expert, Chris Minogue, answering all your parenting questions.
1: Babies come into families every day, every hour of every day. So don't overthink it too much.
0: If you want to ask Chris your questions, you can email them to us directly. The email is helpline at the Feed Play Love is produced by Elise Cooper, written and hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt.